Hello and welcome to the Coach's Season. I'm your host, Coach Jay Fry, and it is here where we dive in to one of our 94 coaches and just one of the paragraphs, one of the questions that get dropped to them, and we share their answers. And then we go even deeper because coaching and coaching hoops has such a bigger impact than we think because it transfers over to the business world over to all things leadership, over to any profession you can think of, we're going to find a way to make it apply to that because it all works together. Today, we're going to talk uh, Darren Joins, Franklin High School, Tennessee, excellent head coach, and he's got two pages in here that's phenomenal. You can tell he took his time in thinking and how he answered the questions. And what I wanted to do, man, I wanted to actually provide the answers from four or five of the questions. But today, we're just going to do one, maybe two. Today, we asked him, what are three things you do as a coach to be better after the conclusion of the season? Answer number one is honest analysis of team performance and coaching performance during the year. What I've did well, what I did well, what we did well, and areas where we struggled. Number two was that I develop a plan for the off-season improvement. And number three, rest. I'm a big believer that the staff and players need to have a period of time away from the sport slash team to recharge the batteries, so to speak. So those three things we are going to dive in here and now. We have an honest analysis of team performance and coaching performance during the year. What I and we have done well in areas where we struggle. All right. One of the greatest things that we can do from here is take your leadership capabilities and try to do daily debriefs. Now, I don't need the meetings because we all know what meetings actually do. But a quick debrief, whether it's by yourself or it's with a couple members of your team. Things that you hold them responsible slash accountable for, how can you do that daily? My man Drew was uh, Drew Hanlon, brilliant business leader, brilliant basketball coach, brilliant skill developer, brilliant ah, man relationship guy because he gets his players to believe and they do it together. And and he one time had a client where this client had to be responsible for doing specific tasks, and if he didn't, then it was an automatic. Uh, his wife got to buy a pair of shoes. Well, those shoes were like $200, $300 for a pair, right? Not very many people want to buy their wife $300 pair of shoes. So they got in an agreement where if he didn't do those things, then his wife got the pair of shoes. Well, that might give you a little bit of motivation because you don't want to buy those shoes. So it was one of those things that he sent a picture of shoes with an X across it every single day so that he could hold himself accountable so if he didn't new shoes guys new shoes 
So this is one of those things that we can do daily. We can do little debriefs. We can check in, send a text to somebody and say, hey, look, where are you at today? Boom, I accomplished my uh, you know, healthy leader. We've got our core four, right? So uh, I accomplished my fitness, my breath work, my reading, and my reflection. Done. Check. Process. Check. We have other people who have a process that they've got to do every single day. And all they got to do is say process, check mark. So how can we hold responsibility in it for performance? So just daily things that we can do. We've got to get an analysis of team performance and coaching performance. So where are our leaders? Where are they falling short? And it can't be something where we bring up something from six months ago because those types of reviews uh, and meetings never go well because that's six months that you went from being able to attack a problem and make it that much better. So these types of, that's why it's so important to have these daily debriefs so that we can constantly see it, recognize it, and find a way to get better from it. We've got to recognize our team. So all my members, how well am I doing and how well are they doing? There's got to be this giving and receiving honesty. It's the number one way to build your teams is to practice this piece. Knowing where you do well and knowing where you struggle. If certain teammates are really, really good at where you struggle, then you have an ability to learn, adapt, and improve. So my man Brett McCabe actually talks about this and says that the great, a great percentage time of strength to weakness is roughly 85-15 or 80-20. So really harp on the things that you did well and how can we, how can we understand that? How can we be able to plan next step? Okay? And then spend the other time on the things that we need improvement. That's going to take us into the second piece, which is developing a plan for off-season improvement. Now, guys, those of you in business, there's no off-season. There isn't one. You know, it's every single day. But there has to be a creation for improvement and how we can measure it. We have to have a plan because if we can follow the plan, then we can create enough data in order to improve. We can't follow a plan for one week and say, I... I wanted to lose 15 pounds and follow it for one week and then go, oh, it didn't work. It doesn't, game plans don't work that way. We've got to make sure that we have enough data to be able to adapt, to be flexible, or to keep going. So what does your off-season plan look like? What does your 30-day process plan look like? What's it? What's it contain? What does it consist of? What are your daily tasks? What are your monthly tasks? What are your weekly tasks? What does that look like throughout the week? And how can you maintain it? <clears throat> when will you do it? Make sure that you give yourself time, specific time to do these actions, these tasks. After school, you know, for an athlete, hey, I will give myself 15 minutes to prepare in order to go to the strength and conditioning sessions, to go to the weight room, to go to the gym, to go put my shots up. I'll give myself time, make sure that I bring one person with me. Whatever my task is, I'm going to do it. 
So you've got to have this plan. Build it out. My man Nick Lavery always talks about having enough time, which is roughly, you know, you're looking at 45 to 60 days. So build out that plan that far out and see what you can do and what you can accomplish in that time frame. The third, rest. I am a big believer that staff and players need to have a period of time away from the sport and team to recharge the batteries, so to speak. Amen. Recovery is something that is still, still frowned upon when it is the most important piece to performance. Everybody used to get on uh, those using steroids, right? So you're looking at those guys. Well, guess what that did? Steroids would increase recovery. So I had less time that I had to recover. So that meant more swings. That meant more time in the weight room. That meant more of this. Well, that you still had to do it. You still had to put in the work to get really, really strong. To get really, really good at the at-bats, you had to get at-bats. Well, they had to recover. And so what I want you to think about here is how can I recover? Where can I give myself rest, a break, relaxation, even if it's throughout your day? Having time to be able to go, okay, look, I need a three-minute pause to be able to do my breath work and then to go into this next meeting because it needs a different me. And that me is where I find myself. That's where I get myself to that point by doing the breath work. Maybe it's by doing a couple exercises, but I've got to make sure that I can get in that rest mode. I need to get there. So whether it's a weekend, whether it's a week, it's really important to make sure you do your rest. I would never allow any of my athletes who I trained with, who were deliberate in their workouts, I would never allow them to come into a workout inside of 10 days after their season ended. I need it. I, I, I need it. I need you to be your best, and you are not fully recovered. You are a teenager. You are a human being who loves other things, and I need you to go experience those things. So when you rest, take yourself out of the equation, and he says recharge the batteries, and go do some things that you enjoy, you love doing, that takes your mind, that takes the occupation of, I have to have this done, out of the equation. If you want to recharge and you want to recover, you have to rest. If you want to perform your best, you have to rest. There's no other way around it. Recover. That's mind. That's muscles. That's your heart. Recover. There are a ton of great points in Coach Joins section. It's actually page 180 and 181. Big book, 8 by 11. We want you to come scoop this up. Because it's not just his wisdom. It's the 93 others. Who can help you in the preseason, the offseason, the in-season? Who can help you in planning and preparation? Who can help you with developing your players and staff. 
who can help you build a game plan for whatever's next. We thank you for listening, guys. Uh, Please pay attention. Please listen. Please continue to share this out. If you know a hoops coach, a basketball coach, man, get them on this because we are going to continue to drop knowledge from these coaches. If you are a leader of any team, continue to listen. Share this with somebody. Please rate it five stars. Please comment. Please find us a way to get this out to more and more people. We hope it's an amazing day. God bless.